I'm having a goddamn blast on tour with this Big Mouth and a Small Town tour. So I've added some dates and wanted to let you know where I'm headed next. Uh, yeah, March 14th, I will be in Lakeside, Arizona. And then the 15th and 16th, I'm finally coming to Tucson. So if you're in Tucson, I'm coming to Laughs Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Koffer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace. And then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward. We're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen. Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMenamin's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out because, of course I want it to be packed out, but also like, Let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin. I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th. Green Bay on the 19th. And then what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd. And St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets, for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off tickets. And wherever you are, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is going to sell out, it sells out faster so that I know that, the club knows that, maybe we can add a second show. Just FYI, that helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh, So that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash jmscomedy or just at jmscomedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, click the link in my bio, join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, so do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control, good, just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots. 
What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. What kind of ignorant shit is that? At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance is Blessed podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Hey, idiots, welcome back to Ignorance is Blessed, the podcast that attempts to overcome ignorance mostly by asking ignorant questions with me, Jessica Michelle Singleton, your host, a comedian, an idiot. We're all here to learn something. I don't know. What are we doing? If you're new to the podcast, shit, welcome. Please subscribe, rate, and review it on iTunes. It helps. And uh, share it with your friends because everyone's a little bit ignorant sometimes. Um, thank you so, 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 so much to the new subscribers. A uh, couple new reviews. Thank you for those. Oh, shout out to my VIP idiot savant, Jean. Best idiot forever, Kathy. These are patrons, you guys. If you want to join my Patreon, patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed. I just posted a, um, a bonus episode with my friend Eleanor Conway, who you may know from a previous episode. We talked about a lot of stuff, British culture, Brett Kavanaugh, you know, just fun things like that. Uh, it's all so... Oh, frustrating. I'm not going to go into it. Jesus Christ. Listen to the bonus episode. Uh, and maybe I'll do a bigger one. Tell me what you guys think. If you are a patron, patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed. I probably already said that. I'm getting postcards in the mail. You can get postcards from me uh, from all over the world. Or uh, I'm going to do Google Hang soon. And you can be a part of that. And just see me really go off the rails and be as uncensored as humanly possible. Um, Yeah, that's that. So check that out. Thank you to the people who have done that. And thank you to anyone listening. <sighs> What's going on? I'm leaving London tonight. By the time you hear this, probably I'll already be in New York. Check out my calendar for shows, jmscomedy.com slash shows. I'm doing a bunch of spots in New York. Eh, not a bunch, a couple. Kind of taking it easy. Taking um, a month off from really aggressively going for anything, uh, except for, you know, quietly writing. So no touring. Cause I've been gone for so long and I gotta work on my shit because uh, I'm actually going crazy so I'm trying to figure out how to take care of myself instead of just saying I'm gonna take care of myself I'm gonna actually attempt to do it I know wild right uh, I'll be in Sacramento at Laughs Unlimited early November check out the calendar for that Tampa I'm coming for one night only November 14th um, get your tickets at Sidesplitters uh, comedy.com Sidesplitters.com it's on my website um, they're going pretty quickly and uh, after every city, inevitably, like a week later, people are always like, when are you coming? But also uh, people will contact me the day of, but can I get free seats? You can't. And um, it's probably going to sell out, I think. Uh, I hope. That'd be fun. Huh? So get those early and uh, I'll see you there. Tahoe. I'll be at Tahoe at the end of November after a family cruise. Um, God help me. Should I try to interview my mom? Mom, are you listening? Should I see if she'll do it? Who wants? Who has questions for my mom? That'd be fun. Maybe just a bonus episode. Maybe I'll do that for my Patreon. Okay. Uh, interview my mom. It doesn't matter. You guys, let's talk about this episode because I have a fucking awesome guest, uh, Sydney Wagner. She is incredible. She's an opera singer living over in Prague, but we lived in Alaska together. And so we talk about opera, but we also talk about Miss Alaska because, uh, because Sydney was Miss Alaska back uh, in... Uh, in the Palin up for president, vice president days. Uh, 
So we go into the pageant. We talk about uh, her experiences with that and what she liked about it, what she didn't like about it. So you kind of get to see a behind-the-scenes look of Miss America and um, and all that. Uh, she's fucking awesome. It's a really fun interview. And um, she talks about opera. I ask her a lot of questions because I know nothing of opera. Uh, and she's actually made me interested uh, between her and I met a friend of hers, Betsy, when I was in Prague. They came to my show and I don't know, they were just breaking down these operas and telling me the stories behind them. Because, you know, I just think of opera as this cultural thing in another language where I'm like, I don't know, I'm not fancy enough. But some of these stories fucking dramatic. Uh, so I'm actually excited to try to check out some opera. And uh, I don't know, get a feel for it myself. Anyways, you guys. Enough from me. Uh, let's hear from Sydney Wagner. Enjoy. Oh my gosh. Hi, everybody. I am here with Sydney Wagner. Hi. Opera extraordinaire. Sort of. <laughs> person from my childhood years. Yeah. Uh, fucking, okay. I'll have done at this point like an intro and I'll do a, like a whole high school, like yeah. soccer or whatever. Let's just fucking get into it because I think it's crazy that you do opera. And I'm saying that as a person who tells like butthole jokes for a living, which yes. is. How do you... Okay, because I didn't know... It is crazy. I didn't know you even sang. Yeah, so so I sang. I was really into, like, musical theater. Okay. And I played the violin, and I just, like, wanted to be on stage because I'm a middle child, and I like attention. I get it. I I need that, you know? Like, look at me. Yeah, so I just needed attention. But I actually didn't get into opera until... I went to college for music and ended up in a program that was completely classical, and I was like... Oh my God! Get me the fuck out of here! I can't. Oh wow! Yeah, I, like I wanted to be like a pop star. Yes, I wanted to like because that's what I was like. Yeah. How did you end up in opera? Yeah, yeah, I wanted. So I was in Boston, and I was like, I'm gonna be the next Natalie Maines, so I can go to <laughs> Berkeley and like meet like John Mayer's next of you know, and uh. like, that was gonna be my future. And I hated my first year, and I had had like I had dabbled a little bit in classical music, but I had no idea what I was getting into. And then oh, wow. after a year of hating it, I grew to love it. Really? Yeah. So I was in like a really strict, really strict classical program, and it ended up being like, oh, so this you were is like, fuck this for a year, and yeah, then you're for like, a whole year, I was like, get me out. <laughs> this is awful. That's just really telling for anyone who yeah. like wants to try something new that you might not love it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. Opera. So you had never done any opera until... I had done, like, some classical work. And I think, to be honest, like, in retrospect, the reason I think I gravitated towards it is I love acting. I love being on stage. I played in the orchestra, and I loved singing. Yeah. And so what I realized early on as a young person, like, oh, actually, if you want to do all those things, it's the opera that does all of those. Oh, wow. So you're acting, you're on stage, you're with the orchestra, you're... You get to be in a costume. You get to be working with other fun people. Fun costumes, so it's, yeah, too. super fun. Crazy wigs and all that. I want to just wear crazy wigs all the crazy time. Crazy wigs. There's and yeah. So that was another thing I discovered during my undergrad. Like I would sit in the wig shop because I thought it was the coolest. That <laughs> <laughs> this woman, like, that's her job or man. That they are they're a wig master. That's like, what they do. I mean, you talk about being. It's weird that you're an opera singer. Like such a specific someone, thing. Yeah, someone is walking around as the wig master for certain theaters, like, which is just wild they're like i have the perfect one what a job huh what a yeah what happens to you that you end up being like i know what i want to do a wig master give hair to other people (laughs) fuck okay um that's crazy so uh, operas i i know nothing of opera okay i know that it's like 
I just picture like the fat lady in the horns from yeah. the fucking Looney Tunes co- yes. cartoons. And I'm Which like, actually they use like legitimate, like real music. music. Right. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that till later on. Yeah. I don't know any of it. Very like Looney Tunes is like very high culture. So <laughs> That's they, so they, like, funny. actually use like the Rossini and the Wagner and yeah. Really? Yeah. Super highbrow mm. cartoon. Do you, do you know what <laughs> opera is the one with, is there more than one with the Viking with the horns? Horn okay, so tit lady? Are, yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, that is so a dream roll. Like, actually, yes. And if you go and read the story, it is a fucking dream roll because she's like a lady warrior and she's a badass <gasps> and she like self-immolates herself. It's awesome. Like she's on this whole team of sisters, the Valkyries that are like, <sighs> and it's wild to watch people do it live. It's so rad because it's just like women kicking ass, like Wonder Woman Island, like that Oh style. my God. Yeah. Um, so that is actually... Uh, I'm not sure which opera it is from. It's a Wagner opera, Ring Cycle. It's just one of those. Um, I'm not a huge Wagnerite. So there's people who like really specify in that. Oh, so people gravitate towards like specific. Yes. And they like will nerd out over like one composer or like one genre or one type. Just like movies. Do you know? Would it be like how many genres are there? Is it endless? There's quite a few. And that's why I always tell people like if you see one opera or like you've had one experience that you don't like. That's like reading one book. It's and the same I with comedy. Yes. People don't think about the fact that there are sort of, I don't know how to name them, but there are. Yes. Somebody talked about recently how there's genres. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that could just not have been your opera. Sure. Totally. Or like maybe you hated the singer. Maybe the costumes you thought were. Just, my mom has come to an opera and hated the wig. I'm not kidding. She's like, I can't take this wig. I can't watch this woman in this <laughs> ugly ass long. I can't take this ratchet, wig seriously. Ratchet wig. So yeah, it could be you don't like the singer. You don't like the language. You don't like the style. There's so many different genres, just like movies, music. It's like listening to one CD ever and being like, I hate music. Music. Yeah. Oh, wow. So there's a lot of different stuff. There's funny stuff. There's tragic stuff. There's dramatic. There's really avant-garde like weird just modern bizarre art, like, this yeah, makes like, no sense screeching and like Wah! like so i could stuff. do opera that's yeah great. totally to you could, you could. <laughs> do you have a favorite genre to perform i have so i love italian opera and french opera which is kind okay. of like basic but the thing is it's like when you when it goes like that's so basic it's it's like oh you mean easily likable like yeah. and people are like oh pumpkin spice or i don't even like yeah. pumpkin spice but it's such a oh ugg boots and yeah. it's like yeah they're comfortable yeah they're, everyone likes it it's likable for a reason like, yeah there's a reason it's popular yeah like i'm not <laughs> sticking tacks in my face like yeah. it's not <laughs> so i just in general have a problem with the term yeah. basic so i would say if i had to like pick one or two composers um Verdi is like my fave. Verdi. Fave, fave, fave. Yeah. Italian? Italian, yeah. Okay. He wrote so many. And you can, like, he was able to take the most boring story that if you were to read the story on paper, you're like, oh my God, there's no fucking way I could sit through this. It's five hours. It's just bullshit. This is so boring. Oh, wow. And I've sat there and not moved, like standing room only, like not even have a seat and been able to sit through like a five hour Verdi because it's just the music is so good. Oh, wow. Um, on the other hand, like I've seen Mozart operas that I've like left or like slept through. They're so, like, oh, happened, everyone like, talks about this Mozart guy and this. <laughs> Mozart's great. Not to hate on Mozart, but yeah, it just, it depends on what you're seeing. It depends on the production and the people and the story and the singers and everything else. So Verdi's a fave. I feel like he's pretty, he's pretty safe. And then I, um, I love Massenet. I was a French minor in college. Okay. So, so you kind of know nerdy. more French. Yeah. 
right. and Massonet is just like it's exactly what you think of French music. It's like gorgeous and oh. lyrical and romantic, and it's yeah. Oh my god! If you want to get like really just like like the diabetes of music, like get into some French music. It's just gorgeous. yeah, <laughs> the diabetes of music. Yeah, cannot wait. Yeah, um, you're at what a soprano? I'm a soprano. Yeah, was yeah. that? Okay, so there's soprano. There's soprano. There's it, there's altos. Yes. But there's, so, is a mezzo soprano higher than a? Yeah, sort of. So we don't call them altos. In, I don't. Yeah, like I a just, soloist. I'm, I, actually, I know like school choir terms. Yeah. No, actually, that's correct. And I am probably failing my music history professors right now because I don't know why they switched from like mezzo to an alto. Yeah, uh, history mystery. Yeah. As long as you can sing. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. So there's a mezzo, which is a little bit lower. It's a lower female voice. Okay. And there's also a contralto, which is even lower. What is? I feel like it's amazing. That- it's like what I wish I was. That's like Amy Winehouse heroin voice. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's like my super jam. Super husky, like mm. sexual. Yes. Gor- yeah. Oh. Contralto. <laughs> and most women are sopranos, me included. And I just think we're so annoying and like chirpy. Really? Which, yeah. You don't love it. That's the thing is when I was in, not to brag, high school choir. <laughs> um, I actually wasn't in choir. So I never got to be in high school choir. Oh, well, I won the spirit award. If you're wondering how good of a Aww. singer I am. They're like, you got a great like attitude. The, the cheerleader. I, yeah, <laughs> I demanded to be a tenor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> because I have a low voice, but I didn't want to sing the fucking, what is the harmony or the melody? I don't even but know the, the difference. It does have harmony usually, doesn't it? No, they I, got to, say, I feel like they got hard. to sing like the fun parts. Okay. Well, and yeah. I feel like altos Men. were always like, yeah. like the just, <laughs> is that the harmony? Yeah, Wait. usually altos on harmony. Okay, I meant yeah. mel. I can't remember the shit. Yeah. Melody. I wanted the it? fun, like poppy parts of the yeah. songs. <laughs> so I just insisted that I was a tenor and the teacher's like, okay. Whatever. <laughs> but I used to envy all the sopranos because I cannot hit a high note. And this is so insane, but in my head, I was like, in my head, all these sopranos are like, oh, we're so much better than the rest of you. No, it's... They probably, is that a real thing? Yeah, that's in, a real thing. I think they really do. Think. Are there like... <laughs> Maybe opera. Not. I'm hating on my own kind, so I feel like it's fair. Yeah, but I guess it's like you have competitive moments, but like I just imagine a sing-off where someone's yeah. trying to hit the highest note, and you're like, "Bitch!" Actually, to be that definitely happens, but of course with men. Oh, so the tenors are the high voice of the men. So they're like, "Look oh. what I can! I'm the next Justin yes. Timberlake or whatever." Yeah, they come in and they're like, they'll be like you're getting ready for a rehearsal something on stage just like everyone's chilling right sitting down drinking coffee and there's some tenor with a stupid fucking scarf like running around and you're like could you please sit down like we've heard enough so they're really um i'm married to a tenor so <laughs> they showboat yeah he's a showboat love you um <laughs> that's your whole wedding night was him being like ah! everyone asks if we sing to each other and i'm like absolutely not you're like I, I would fucking yeah I can't imagine anything more horrendous or stressful. <laughs> it's just like, I can't imagine just being with one person and oh. they're like, I'm going to sing a song for you. And you're no, like, no, no, mm-mm. please stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, it's my gift. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. Fuck. Even if they're a really good singer, that's just so uncomfortable. It's, it's so like self-indulgent. I find it very self-indulgent. Oh, you have to be like, mm, listen to what I can yes. do. I'll pull a song out of my repertoire (laughs) in a foreign language. On that note, how often do you have no fucking clue what you're saying when you sing? Never now because do you like, I was drilled into me that 
you have to translate everything. You learn what you're saying because yeah. then otherwise That's you won't the have the emotion. Step. Yeah. So first up is always fully translate, like your full score, full aria, whatever you're doing, you fully translate it. Now that you, I've done that a lot since I was younger. There's some like with my French studies, I I can read you can the French pretty much just get yeah, it. Yeah, Italian's pretty easy now. Yeah, Usually they're kind of close too. And close. if you've done it a lot, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, I don't translate English if it's in <laughs> English, and like the German, I'll have to go through usually, like or word like by word. Czech, I would have no idea. Have Russian. you ever tried to sing a Czech or Russian? Yes, yeah, I have. I just can't. It's brutal <sighs> for English speakers. I mean, it's gorgeous. Again, it's gorgeous music. It's like ballet yeah. music. It's beautiful by ballet looking people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, and the hard part about like Russian is you can't even like, they don't have the same alphabet. So you can't see what the words are. Like you can't see the word differences. So you don't, you're just making sounds in a so row. You're and like, you don't even know where the word yeah, ends, where the word or, ends what? or starts. You have no idea. So it's rough. Oh, what a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. That would be our, especially for just I don't know, trying to put on a performance. It's yeah. one thing to just sing words, but... Yes. So there's, like, there's great people that are like Russian that can coach you on it. Like that's the only reason any of us are able to do, do anything from like the time we were 18 to now as, you know, awesome teachers and coaches and stuff who have done it before or speak Russian or speak Czech or speak whatever. So like you couldn't do it without them. No way. Have you done an English opera? Uh, yes. Yes. What was it? I love English opera. Okay. Um, I just don't know. It's again know. a very specific genre and it's a lot of it's newer. Okay. Um, especially American opera is, is newer because we're not that old of a country. Yeah. And a lot of these things were written way before, you know, US was even thought of. Yeah. Um, when people were wearing wigs all yeah, the time. Like just for fun, you know. <laughs> um, but. English opera, I love English opera, one, because it's native language, so it's, like, really cool to sing in. And it's a little bit newer, so it's got a lot of, like, jazz elements and oh, some fun. more modern elements. So it, it's not going to sound anything like Mozart from, like, 1700. Which is so classical. Yeah, super classical. So it's changed a lot. Um, and a lot of um, American operas and English operas take on more... Um, they're new, so they're taking on really... Um, like pertinent current events. Yeah, newer concepts. Yeah, way newer concepts. Like there was one about this, um, what was that cult in Texas where they like rescued the, la- I mean, there's been so many. Like, oh, <laughs> it was like the Warren Jeffs cult or something. The, oh, I was going to say Jim Jones or one the of those. Kool-Aid cult. It, it, yeah, it's probably like a, you know, or, a mix of all of so those. Many. There's so many. Um, <laughs> now I can't remember. There was an opera about that? Yes, and it's so cool. It's called Dark Sisters, <gasps> and it's basically like... The other part that's cool about it is it's all women, uh, because all the women were the ones who were like, I love stuffed that. down in the basement, Kimmy Schmidt style, oh. not funny. Yeah, so <laughs> they... Um, it's like this whole opera where it's all women, and it's these six women who get rescued from this cult. Oh, wow. And there's one man, and it's the cult leader. Oh, and it's, so it's super interesting, because it's... In English, it's got these, like, flashbacks with, um, uh, like, a CNN panel or, like, a news panel. So you can, you can see, like, it's very modern. So it's very concepts. modern. Yeah, and it's gorgeous, and it's, and it's in English. And it's a story everyone knows because it's just been sensationalized on our news. Yeah, so, so it's, it's just cool. yeah. seeing that. Yeah, in- so that's by Nico Muli, and it's called Dark Sisters, and it's really cool. Everyone go check that yeah. out immediately. Super cool. Fuck. Yeah. Did you think that when you switched into studying when you got into like classical mm-hmm. music were you like yeah for a living 
I'll probably do opera or were you like, well, I'll just do this and then I'll figure out, I'll, maybe I'll like teach music. I always wanted to perform. Okay. hundred percent. Like it didn't matter what it was, but I wanted to perform. So I went in. Yeah. As soon as I turned to opera, I was like, I'm an opera singer now. It's a hundred. Yeah. Like balls to the wall. This is what we're doing. This no is turning it. back. Fuck. Yeah. Which of course, I mean, you know, as an artist, yeah. like, some days you get like, what the fuck am I doing? You're like, I, I could have worked in a stable office job. Yeah. Like what should I go back? And I'm just like school? crying like, on the floor in my underwear. <laughs> like why? <laughs> what, what am I doing to myself? Fuck. So, so yeah. But once I decided it was just like, and then let's go. So where'd you graduate from? I went to Boston U for my undergrad and yeah. then I did my master's at Manhattan School of Music. Okay. Okay. And then how did you end up in Prague? Okay. So Prague. So there's been like a huge exodus. Not really. It's been going on for a long time. American singers often come to Europe because there's so many theaters here. Yeah. Well, it just seems like opera is like an actual... It's a thing. It's a more popular yeah. thing that people come to see. Yeah. It's very... Um, it's really supported by the community. It's supported by the government. It's like wow. they are not getting rid of it. Like it is not soon. going anywhere. No, like budget cuts are not happening to <gasps> a lot of the, the arts where they where they have happened. Oh, in the US, they're just like, we don't need art. Yeah, that's like the first thing Think that gets ago. cut. Yeah. So just, Ugh. yeah, so there's a ton more opportunities. And this is also the place that, of course, the art form was born. So if you want to work with people who are in the lineage of like I coached this with the Mozart. greatest, I coached this with, you know, a couple generations removed, but it, a lot of it's just like, you have to be there. You want to go where the greatest people yeah, are. Yeah. So this has been, and uh, a lot of American singers go to Germany. Um, there's a lot of American singers everywhere, but yeah. Um, what made you choose Prague over? I started in a, in a festival here. Um, Ooh. I got a fellowship for a festival last summer. So summer, 2017, um, which was an amazing opportunity. And I had been, it's always been a dream of mine to live in Europe. Even before I was a singer, I was like, I'm going to live in Europe. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Like, like I just was, love it. It was a thing. I was like, I don't care how it's going to happen. Even if I'm not singing and scrubbing the floors or something, I want to, like, I want the experience of yeah. living in Europe. I'll sweep the floors if I have yeah, to. Yeah. <laughs> Cinderella. Oh my gosh. And you're like, my so God, I hope I don't have to. Yeah. So I'm not <laughs> sweeping floors. So that's good. But, um, yeah, so the opportunity came up, and I had been going back and forth so long with Germany and with France, and I don't know, my German's not that good, and blah, 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 and I just feel like I got this awesome opportunity to go to, to, go to Prague. I met people here to work with, conductors, directors, coaches, and it was like... Fate. Yeah. It was just like, like oh, this is where this I go. This is where I go. Yeah. Yeah. Had you thought about Prague at all Never. before this? You were like, I wrote Prague. a book report on it. I feel like when I was in the fourth <laughs> grade and I've been looking for it ever since. Just because that's amazing. Yeah. And it was on like, remember the old Max with like the, when you printed it out, oh, it was like yeah. really white gray. Yeah. Like you had to like go to the one house with a computer to type it. Oh I can God. see it in my head. I have this book report about Prague. That's so funny. It's somewhere. Yeah. And I really want to find it because that's all I really knew of Prague. about it. Yeah. I and then you end up living here. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So that's how I ended up here. Fuck. Yeah. So do you think it's always going to be opera for you? Do you think you could ever like... I would do you ever have fantasies? You're like, I'm going to break out from opera Absolutely. and be the next Pat Benatar. <laughs> <laughs> I do. And I still do... Um, I feel like I'm lucky in that I grew up doing musical theater and, yes. and pop music and stuff. So um, I can still kind of 
go into that. Yeah. I just did um, some jazz and some folk and country music at my <gasps> sister's wedding. Oh my God, I love that. that. Yeah, so whereas there are people like, my husband's like, no, I do opera, that's it. Don't ask me for anything He's else. He's an opera purist. He's a purist. Oh. Nothing else, like nothing ever. And I'm totally open to like, any kind of music, any kind of performing. You just love like, to sing, you love yeah, to perform. Yeah. Like you would love to, would you ever, like, are there, do people do musicals out here? Like. They do, but they're in check. Ah, damn it. Yeah. Go. Sign me up. But yeah, they do, which Fuck. I would have loved to have done because they, they do a lot of musicals, a lot of ballets, a lot of operas and, but they're in check. Well, and my check is not great. Oh man. <laughs> do you, I don't know how insane of an idea this is would you ever want to like write an opera is that a thing or is yes, that it is I've thought about it um you probably know what this is like it's a little bit of a boys club that's I wouldn't I didn't wouldn't I don't know. know about opera so I just don't know that but that's I definitely know what that's yeah. like so um there's been more of a push for like female composers and like pro- people producing opera which is cool I might love to do it like when I'm older. Like I think yeah. it'd be something cool to do like when you're when you're a little bit yeah. older. Like maybe you're not performing as much. Yeah, because it does. It would be hard to do it and perform. And if yeah. what you really love is the performing, yeah. that makes sense. I want to write a musical so yes. bad. Just a funny. I don't know. There's. I have several ideas. Yeah. Um, I feel like one day I'm going to put out a, a music album, but people are going to expect it to be funny and it's just going to be all these sad songs and people will be like, what? I don't understand <laughs> why. And I'm like, this was just for me. And they're like, I don't know what's wrong with her. I would love it. Oh, well, let's collab. Yeah. Sad <laughs> music like, is my thing. Oh God. I'll lean into a sad yeah. song. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how somebody, I was talking to someone about this recently, but how happy music can't always lift your spirits but a sad song can just always rip me apart yeah. <laughs> i'm just like i could be having the best day and i just turn on some fucking i don't know adele shit and i'm like yeah. or if you're having a bad day and you turn on like your sappy sad playlist you just lean into it like yes this is what yeah no i like, like bathe in my sadness <laughs> i'm like yes this is my yeah. natural state <laughs> oh it's so true yeah fuck okay so this is all great let's talk about Alaska. Okay. Not Alaska. You were Miss Alaska. I was. And you're like, I, I saw the little like, huh. <laughs> My deep, dark secret that yeah. is easily wikipedia <laughs> Yeah. How did that happen? I don't know. I ask myself that every day. Were you like, I'll just put, I'll just uh, submit myself. So actually, I graduated from BU. Because yeah, I was like, is she... I didn't get into grad school anywhere. (gasps) Oh, no. So my plans were thwarted, and I really wanted to go to grad school. I didn't get in. So (laughs) I was coming back home to Alaska and being like, well, what the fuck am I going to do now? And (laughs) like, ugh. Yeah, I had some, like, friends, and my sister were like, why don't you enter Miss Alaska? I'm like, you must be joking. I've never, that's not my You're like, I'm not a pageant, but that's, because I thought it was so cool, but I was like, what? Yeah, not, I've never done a pageant, like, and they were like, oh, come on, like, you can do the talent part, you'll probably win some money for the talent part, and then, like, who cares, you'll win some money, yeah. So, I went through the whole experience of, my first pageant was Miss Alaska, which I won, and (laughs) somewhere out there is a pageant woman in Alaska who's like, that bitch, my whole life. Yeah, there's. I got the names. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was an experience. 
And I, ne- I just, I, I remember standing there. I have a very vivid memory. Like this is why like some of this like positive thinking stuff like doesn't make sense to me. Cause I remember standing on stage when they were announcing the winner and being like, it's definitely not going to be me. And hearing my voice and being like, Oh, fuck. <laughs> what? Like, at the yeah. moment being like, I am planning on hearing in my voice, like the other girl's name. Yeah. And I heard my own and I was like, there were no tears. Cause you were just like of shock. What? Yeah. This so is not how this I is supposed to go. I just was not prepared. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm really, I learned a lot from the opportunity. Are there things you're not allowed to say? No, there's, I'm allowed to say whatever I want. I think. Although I haven't like looked through that contract. But um, it was just a wild experience. And looking back, I was 22. Yeah. The oldest you can be is 23. Oh, wow. So, so I was like a senior, like a grandma. So there were people in there like, this old bitch. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's true, but I just imagine like my stereotype of like yeah. pageant girls. Was there ruthless? Yes and no. It was a mixed bag, which is mm. one thing I think that I learned from it. Like there were some girls who, this is like once you get to Miss America. There were some that's girls that That's what I'm that, really like, curious yeah, about. Once you got to Miss America, like as soon as the lights, like... As soon as they found out they weren't in the top 10 or whatever, it was like a fucking light switch. Like, it was like, oh my God, what happened to you? You're a monster. You are not the person that I've been with for the last two weeks. Cause we oh, because you're like, like bonding hours. and you're like yeah, hours together hours doing together all your... For two weeks. Fucking... On the other hand, especially with... There's been a lot of backlash with the CEO. Oh, yeah. has been run out on a rail, which thank God. I'm very yeah, happy about that. Yeah, what a fucking piece yeah. of shit. He, yes. Thank you. And when you're in a position of like when you're 22 and you have all these adults like telling you what to do and you're supposed to be representing your state, it's like you're not allowed to say anything, but you're also 22. So I knew what I believed in, but yeah. I didn't have the confidence to say. Like, to like stand up and say it. Yeah, and- to be like, no, fuck that. I'm not doing that. Or, um, you know, you're creepy. You, you Did know. they creep? Was there like constant creepery? Yes. And on Twitter, oh, this was in like the early days of Twitter. Well, not the early days, but it was well, 2009. Yeah, like 2009. That's pretty so early. Like I think it was 2008, 2009. So yeah. like there was a lot of, it was my first experience with like Twitter trolls <gasps> and like there's all these pageant blogs that I didn't know about. Oh no. Yeah. Which, just, which would, it's just like a woman heavy breathing behind her computer in a basement being yeah. like, mm, this is my rankings. Yes. Oh, for real. Yeah. And she's got you. like a booger on her face and she's like, I'm going to say who's the prettiest. It's horrible. Yeah. And they'll oh, say like, no. and you're with the girls like next to you that are, you know, being just like ripped apart on these blogs. And then the next morning, like you have to go to rehearsal with them or whatever. So it's, it's rough. but I will say, with this backlash, I have come to discover that the group of girls I was with, I knew that they were all like, these are some whip smart bitches. Like they yeah. have like law degrees and they're like trilingual and they have like, you know, they're super So it's smart. not like that like cartoon character of like no. a, all they have is that they're pretty. That's why I think I, I have such like a... I'm really torn by the whole organization because... Because you have such a respect for those women. Yes, and it's not showing them off for what they are or what they can do. Yeah, it's like it really is highlighting... It's highlighting all the wrong things. Yeah, and it's like, like, why don't we highlight how fucking brilliant these people are and we're just being like... Yeah. Swimsuit. They got rid of that, I think. Yeah, but I I think they got... Yeah, which I'm all for. But I have noticed, like, now that we're all 
almost 10 years removed, like my group from Miss America is all these lawyers and like badass moms and like on the board of all these like awesome places yeah, and awesome journalists and like, and like yeah. And they came out of the woodwork to support the girls who were being like fucked over by the organization. Yeah. Cause and they, they were- really stood up for the younger generation and they came out and I was like, I had no idea we had the same values. Like, yeah, you're like, you- I just assumed yeah, I was alone. <laughs> I, I thought I was alone. And I think we all kind of thought we that we were alone and we weren't. Oh, it's, it's kind of sad to look back on like now we're in our 30s and like you weren't alone. You were with a huge group. But everyone's of like, oh, if I say anything, yeah, then I'm the one that. Yep. That just speaks so much to our yep. fucking culture. Yeah. Oh, it makes totally. me so mad. Yeah. You. OK, so that was what, 2009? Yeah. What's it like? First of all, as soon as you get Miss Alaska, are there, I, I've only heard this from, uh, people who, this is, I'm not saying it's the same thing, but people have auditioned to be on professional cheerleading teams. Did you have these rules of like your appearance and how you had to, like like expectations? Yeah. Like if you're in public, you have to look a certain way. Yes. And Yeah. It was, it, that was one of the problems with it. I think like there's one thing in looking presentable and there's another when the whole purpose of your existence in this organization or on this planet is what you look, what like. you look like. Exactly. Like that should not be the focus when it's like, there's, Oh, that's what we're measuring you yes. on. Yeah. When there's so many other things to like academics or like interview skills, that was what I really wanted to get more out of. But unfortunately my experience was really centered on what I looked like. Really? Yeah. What happened with, like, God, I can't even remember, with the pageant? Was it just all... I have no fucking clue how a pageant works. <laughs> so there's... So there's, like, like what? There's, like, a swimsuit? There's an interview. There's a there's evening, evening gown. Evening gown. And then... Oh God, what else is there? I blacked it all out. Something else with it? clothing i don't know yeah they're like work clothes it's just like you're a barbie yeah (laughs) did you are they does everyone do every round yes so this is how bad of a pageant girl i am i like can't even most girls can tell you like the breakdown it's the rubric of the yeah well you just like on a whim we're like i'm gonna do this which is i blacked it out hilarious yeah by the way um, yeah, so everyone does the prelim round, so you get at least one round in the national competition, and then um, for the televised portion, they do the prelims before. Oh, the okay. The televised portion is um, like the top ten. Oh, yeah, so they don't even really show everybody. Yeah, they don't. Mm-mm. That sucks. And you have two or three days of competition before that, yeah, and two weeks of rehearsals. So nobody sees like what everyone's going through. It's just no. like these are the women who made it, and what are yeah. they? Do you even know what they're really judging on? Is it just political, and they just decide who they like based on? Um, because I don't know. How- I don't know. I I honestly don't know. I I know that the girl like the girl who won my year is rad. I love her. Yeah, she's super talented. She does great work um, in the community and like for, I think she does nonprofit work. She's awesome and really cool personality. Um, And all the girls who are in like the top five or 10, my year were, they were like stellar. Yeah. Yeah. Super, like super talented, really whip smart, um, really involved in like philanthropy and the community and everything. So I didn't think it was, I wasn't like, why'd she win? Like like, what this bitch? Yeah. For me, I wasn't like, well, 
they all look great to me and they're super smart and like and you're no like, one's like no one's piece. in there like <laughs> looking like they crawled out of a bush no. and you're like wait but how did miss kentucky get in there yeah. and she's like, yeah, <laughs> you're like no. what? everyone can form a sentence and like so it's just kind of like whoever gets it gets it it's where the dice rolls yeah for you for other yeah. women they're like this is what i've been working for well, my you whole think life about it like the whole her job is basically to be a philanthropic ambassador for America. So you don't need someone who like looks good in a bathing suit and can play like the xylophone really well. You don't need, that is not part of the job description. Is that just for entertainment? Or is it just like a thing to be like, look what women can do? I guess. And the the tunnel part really gets to me because like, I've never seen a stand-up comic. I would love to see a stand-up comic. I would love to see one. Who, would, what's the age cutoff? I'm trying to think of anyone I know. <laughs> Everyone I know is too 20, old. 23, 24. I could be wrong. Uh, Don't quote me on any of these facts. And like, there must You're be someone wrong. out there. Yeah. Well, I guess, well, I also think that like stand-up comedy is... I, I don't know. Some people view women who do stuff like that as aggressive. And I don't know if... Even better. But I, which I think yeah, is great. It's a talent. You yeah. Know? Like, or there was one girl who... Um, from Alaska, who I think competed like a couple years before me, I remember her being older, who she was like a champion figure skater. Like, what do you mean she has to find another talent because it can't be performed on the stage? Like, how ridiculous. Yeah, that's stupid. Watch that? a video yeah, or, or like film her like, somewhere else. Yeah, what if you're a badass like basketball player or something and that, that's a that's a skill. They're like, that's can you talent. sing or dance or play an yeah, instrument? So it's really limited to to talent that you can perform on a stage. On a stage, which also yeah. is good for you. Yeah. What if you're an awesome writer or yeah. They're yeah. like, oh, we don't care. Yeah, it's just hard to present. So it's Fuck. it's really limited medium too. Was the so are you Miss Alaska for a year then? Yeah, I assume that's how that works. Mm-hmm. Did you have to do a lot of public appearance? Uh, yeah, I did some. Um, I was going back and forth between New York and Alaska because I was <laughs> yeah. trying to get into grad school. Because like, I'm trying to. <laughs> I was like trying to get the fuck out of here. I'm trying to get into grad school, like that was my original plan. You're like, this wasn't <laughs> supposed to. I was just supposed to get a little money. Yeah. <laughs> so I was going back and forth to like get into grad school, which eventually happened. Thank God. Yay. Yeah. But um, I did. I did do some appearances, and it was it's funny, like Alaska stuff, like the state fair and like yeah. sing a national anthem at a lot of places. Does it feel like silly being, yes. I don't know if you feel this way, especially like in Alaska, <laughs> having this like yes. pseudo celebrity status where you're like, I am just a person who lives here. And yeah. then there's, I don't know. I imagine little girls, especially, I don't know if to, did people, you know, start treating you differently. I, I did have some like old I wouldn't even call them like boyfriends, but like some dudes from like back in the day come out of the like woodwork. used to flirt with or whatever. And they're yeah. like, hey, Sydney. yeah, they'd like come up on Facebook or Twitter and be like, oh my God, I heard like blah, blah, blah. You won Miss Lost. I'm like, get out. You're like, yeah, no, this is not. Get out. I was like, <laughs> should be a pretty red flag that I'm too good for you yeah. in case you didn't pick up on that years ago. <laughs> or like, now you want to talk to me? Like, now it's awful. Like, I know. Now that I did a pageant. Are. Yeah. <laughs> like, Please no. <laughs> uh, man. Yeah. Fuck, that's insane. Was it? Because that was right around the time. I mean, two thousand nine was right after. Was right after two thousand eight. We all know it. Oh, it's, it's a fact. But like with the election that had just happened, because that was the. Did you know about my intro? My Sarah Palin intro. Mm. Oh, oh, I feel like I did, okay. and now I don't remember this what is happened. Where I got the most backlash from, but it's 
Okay. So you know at the beginning of the of the pageant, everyone has to come out and be like, I'm such Miss a, yeah. Alabama from the state's number one, like whatever, yes. roll tide or whatever they say. So you say a, a state um, or a fact about your state. Yes. So I had, <laughs> I had a couple like, you know, rolling around and um, for the prelims, you, you do the opening number for rehearsal for the broadcast. So every night I would try a different one. And like, I think the second night I, I'd had some friends who were like, kind of, you know, like, Oh, it was right when the Tina Fey, the I can see Russia from my house. I can see Russia from my house sketch came out. It was right around the same time or close to. And I was like, you know what? That'd be like a funny intro. And my friends were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So so I came out for one of the rehearsals and I said, um, I miss Alaska. No, I can't see Russia from my house. Like, ha. And (laughs) my, the organization that was prepping me, the Miss Alaska organization was not thrilled to say the least. They were super pissed. They were like, why? They were like, absolutely not. Like so disrespectful. You cannot say that. Like, which I'm not even insulting Palin. That was something that that's, Saturday. Yeah. Well, nobody did. remembers that that's not a thing. Palin she didn't said. actually say that. Yeah. So it was just like a funny, it's just like a, reference. because now people are going to think that we can all see Russia from yeah, our house. Yeah. So I, I pulled it and the next night, um, <gasps> I didn't say it. I said something different. And the producers came up to me afterward and said, why didn't you, why didn't you say that? You have to keep it in. And I was like, well, I'm kind of afraid I was going to get in trouble. They're like, no, keep it in. They're like, we want the drama, the ratings. (laughs) They're like, this entire pageant is resting on you, Miss Alaska. Yeah. So I kept it. My one line, my like claim to fame. And um, now I I did. As soon as you started, I was like, I was like, oh wait. Yeah. The Sarah Palin thing, which it wasn't, Again, it's not about Sarah, Sarah no, Palin. No, it's it was like, like a, a cultural reference. Which yeah, I have my own thoughts about Sarah Palin, but yeah, you know, like it could have been, but it, it wasn't. Been, but yeah, and so that's when like the Twitter trolls started. I had to like oh, yeah, a bunch a of lot. like yeah, like super Republican Alaskan yeah. people or just people just in general. People, you know, just on the Palin. Train. I don't know yeah. who those people. Awful. Yeah, because I just remember having to deal with people constantly asking me about it. They're just like, oh, oh is that how people? Yeah. In Alaska, and I'm like, why don't you have that accent? And I was like, nobody talks like that. Yeah. I don't, no she's one. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, We're not like that. No. She's awful. So, no, please, no. Yeah. Fuck. Well, yeah. I'm not a Republican, so if you can't tell. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not either. And I, ugh. yeah. So the Palin thing was um, a moment in time that, yeah, showed me what Twitter was like. And if you could do it all over, would you do it again? I don't know. Yes, I would because I have a lot of regrets about things that I wish I would have spoke up about that I didn't. Yeah. And which is really hard to my so two of my judges were Rush Limbaugh. Are you fucking kidding no, me? I'm very serious. Rush Limbaugh has no business judging any women, yes. judging anything. What? Yeah, like and also just not appropriate. Like why in retrospect Creep. Yeah, why? Like a bunch of tw- like these girls are like eighteen to twenty three, twenty four. Like, yeah, like no. what are you doing here? So he was one of my judges. I'm trying to think who else. Vivica A. Fox was one of my judges. That's and cool. I remember her asking me like a very pointed question about abortion, and it was, "Are you pro-choice?" And all I could say, I was so riled up before about the question previous had been by Rush Limbaugh about to you. Th- yes, if I thought the media was being unfair to Palin. And I said, no, because she's in the spotlight. And if you're a public figure, I think, you know, that's 
part of like yeah. what you're gonna. Have if to I do say it. something stupid up here right now, yeah. I should have to deal with that. Yes, like whatever comes out of your mouth, you're gonna have to deal. And with. And you're just like you fucking. Yes. Mm. And so I got so riled up about this question, and I wasn't happy with how I answered it. That then, uh, Vivica Fox asked me this question, and all I could say was yes. Yes. Like I got so just like wrapped up around and I remember there were a couple instances like that about like very pointed questions about um because a lot of a lot of the questions they ask you an interviewer for onstage questions are very culturally relevant yeah they're very like these girls are being asked how to fix ISIS they're being asked about like and you're like this is so much gender policy yeah like it's crazy the stuff that they're being asked so I wish that I would have had like the confidence to really I knew what I believed but I couldn't yeah i couldn't like speak up for myself so i would do it all again just to be more really really like clear yeah yeah. well that's interesting too when you think about that like whoever wins is selected by a panel of judges so it's like yeah so at this point whatever your answer is you're trying to pander to the judges like if you want to win yeah it's but but then america's watching and making their own decisions i kind of personally like that you just went yes (laughs) it was a very like yes i'm i'm glad i said yes but I just remember being so like, it, you know, it's you're getting questions. It's almost like a like a like a press junket or something. Like people are firing just questions firing at you, and questions. it's like, oh shit, I'm 22. Like Rush Limbaugh is asking me. About if I surfing. wasn't before like, Rush Limbaugh asked me that question, I am now. Yeah, like, yeah. So then, you know, I just wish that there had been like yeah. things that I would have been more vocal about. What's well, just that mo- how like, I feel? Thinking, I mean, it's a, yeah. it's on a much smaller scale. It's that feeling of when you have an argument with someone and later you're like, if yes, only I had said exactly, this. Exactly. Exactly. We're like, I wish I could have just made like a fuck you quip and been like, yeah, I didn't win, but I, I told yes. Rush Limbaugh to eat yeah. my ass and fucking yeah. go to hell. God. Oh, that makes me so mad. Uh, that actually happened to me last night at the comedy club. <gasps> what happened? This guy came oh, no. up and said he, he was from Boston. So I said, Oh, are you really from Boston? Yeah. I said, Oh, I went to BU. And he goes, Oh wow. It's school's really expensive you must have crazy student loans. And all I did was like, ha ha laugh. Yeah. And afterwards I was so fucking pissed. Cause I wanted to be like, I wouldn't know how expensive it was because <laughs> I'm smart and I got a scholarship. I got a scholarship. Like, fuck you. It's not like, and also why is investing in your education? Like, why, why are you shitting? On why that? are you shitting on people for spending money on, on their education? And also you don't know nothing about my money. Yeah. So you're like, maybe I am rich. Yeah. Maybe I'm rich. <laughs> maybe I got it paid for. So yeah. You're like, maybe I'm, I'm not rich, but what's well, also just like to assume anyone. Yeah. And I'm someone who's buried in student loans because I drank so much. I lost my scholarship. So take it from <laughs> me. You can't assume anything about anyone. Oh, that's so annoying. But then I spent the rest of the night being like, I should have said. I should have said this. Should I go back up to him and say this? Should I go say this? That's the one redeeming thing of comedy is that I can just retell a story and pretend that. Like, and then you're never going to believe what I said. I didn't say it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I've so far never really done that. But, well, no, that's not true. Um, Fuck. Would you have... Do you have any advice for women tr- trying to pageant it up, doing pageants? Well, I'm hoping that I, it'll I'm shift. De- I, yes, I'm hoping it'll shift because I'm definitely not supportive of the, the pageant current, the... structure that I went through at all. Like, well, do you see a bunch of women? I mean, I'm literally thinking of like the music video from Pretty Hurts with Beyonce. Yeah. But like, do you? See, I mean, do you feel and see that pressure of like 
magnified body image. My whole year was made about by the organization that prepped me. I felt like my entire year was focused on what I looked like. And most of it was on losing weight. It was the uh, first thing they told me the night after I won. It's like, congratulations, you need to lose 10 pounds. Yeah, they were like, you look like you've never worked out a day in your life. <gasps> Which and is so insulting. So insulting. And like, if you can imagine who in their right mind wants to get up, there are very few women who want to get up in a bathing suit and like walk down a stage. I was terrified. I had been in tears the night before and I was like, mom, I, I can't do it. I said that like, to you. Yeah, and also I was coming off of, I had a really bad eating disorder in college. I was bulimic all the way through college. Yeah, you're so like... I had just gotten over it. You're like, I'm finally, I finally happy and yes, healthy. I had finally... Like, I'm going to cry. That I makes me, it's like devastating. And then I felt like the world was like presenting me with, okay, now deal with this because someone's going to tell you. Yeah, it's like, are how strong fat, are you fat, really? Yeah. And so the whole year, instead of it being about prepping me for interview or getting me out to do more community service and do more like philanthropy. doing better for the community. Yeah, like focus on what, you have to have a platform. So like, what did I really want to do? Yeah. And so it, it was just more on like, lose weight, lose weight, lose weight. And so that was my whole year. And it's it was just, that's just not, it's healthy. Kind of, it's not healthy. It's not important. There's nothing to do. It's just like, what, so you don't feel embarrassed in a bathing suit on stage? Yeah, it's like so that... It's awful. You're skinnier than the girl next to you? Like, what do yeah. you... And everyone there is like bone thin by that week, you know? That oh, I'm like, sure. It's like, especially, I mean, I assume like the lifelong pageanters who have yeah. been like, this is their fucking Olympics. Like, yeah, they been, they've got it. Like They have been hiding diet pills their whole life for this. Yeah. Like, they're just... I mean, I have some friends that can... The fucking... And they're not even pageant people. They're just Hollywood people. They're yeah. like, when they need to drop weight, I'm like, this is terrifying. Yeah. They've got it. It's a system. They've got it down. And I'm like, no, I'm just going to be what I am. Yeah. And what kind of message is that? It's a horrible thing to, to teach young women. Young women. And that age is very young. It's still Yeah. And then young, you have younger girls looking yes. up to you. Yeah. It's still very young to, to, make, to make it all about what you look like. And you have to have this plastic surgery to, you know. Were there girls with a bunch of plastic surgery? There were a few with plastic surgery, which again, I'm not against plastic surgery if that's like. That's what makes you happy or like whatever. That's what makes you happy and it's going to make you feel better or whatever. But if you feel like you have to have it. To be to worthy win, of love or to win a like. Yeah, to be worthy of a pageant. Like, absolutely not. Like for that's what, not, a crown? Yeah, it's just not. You're getting injections or tits or whatever yeah, the fuck. Yeah, so I hope that if they do if, if miss america wants to stay around it yeah. needs to update because it's complete like it's so backwards it's so backwards it's so irrelevant i mean it's all about what you look like these are things we're like fighting against right now so yeah it really needs to be and if we want someone to represent america okay why does she need to walk on stage in a bikini there's no point yeah you're like that's what is that doing for us yeah that'll change the world's perception of us yeah Thank God, a woman in a bikini. She's here to save all of us. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't ask her any questions. Yeah. We, don't, we don't care about that part. <laughs> shh, shh, shh. Smile. Vaseline on the teeth. <laughs> Work out more. Yeah. You look like you've never... I cannot believe yeah. that. Do you remember... What was your platform? My platform was women's health. I was going to say, I wonder if anyone's done a... My platform Like, specifically was, an eating disorder. Like, yeah. So, my... Yeah. I've, I think someone has. I'm sure people have. I've, I just can't like pinpoint a name. I feel like I've heard of it before. I'm sure. But, but yeah, and it's such, how would you even, that would be like a cutthroat environment to go into with your platform of eating disorder awareness. And you know, well, I wonder like if a, they're going to come out with, or maybe they already have. I 
tried to write this into a show that I was trying to sell once, but about, um, I don't even fucking remember now, but it was about like, uh, a pageant, but for like really ordinary people. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I wonder if that's going to be a thing or if there's going to be a, I can't even think of what. Think about how much more interesting that would be, though. Of, like, just, like, humans. Yeah. And you get to see them of all, like, shapes and sizes and yeah. different backgrounds. and thing you're supposed to look like or say or do, like, how well, much more interesting would it be? Yeah, one, it's, like, I feel like even with the evening gown portion and stuff, it's, like, people are finding something that looks good on them that fits this sort of look. tone yeah. of... It's the same as, like, how people shit on... I mean, not that she's a good person or whatever, but like Tanya Harding when she first got into yeah. skating and they're like, you can't dress like that. And I'm like, yeah. I think it'd be way cooler to just see people be like, this is actually the dress I would want to wear to an evening yeah. event. Because even like I picked out a dress and they were like, you can't wear that for Miss America. One, because I'm too hippie. And what? Like, yeah, you're too short. You're too hippie. You can't wear that. It'll look awful on stage. So like the dress that I wanted to wear, I didn't get to wear. You're too hippie? Wouldn't you rather just see people come out and like some... I want it to be like you were an icon. <laughs> I want it to be like an award show where people come out with like crazy sleeves Fun, and like yeah. pants and like something nuts, like just something like extravagant where you like pop out. You're yeah. like, I don't want to wear this chintzy looking prom dress. Yeah. Thing that oh, we already are all went to prom and had our ugly prom. Dresses. You're like, I'm done with that. <laughs> yeah. I need something eccentric. Something different. Yeah. You're. T- I cannot believe they said know. that to you. Fuck you, Miss America. Is that the one that's owned by Donald Trump? No, he owns Miss USA. Okay. I don't even know what the fuck the difference is. Miss USA, there's no talent. No, it's just... It's just... They're like, let's cut to the chase here. Yeah. We don't care. kind of honest. Yeah, at least they're not pretending to be like, we don't need to hear you ding a bunch of different bells or whatever. Just be pretty. (laughs) Get in the bathing suit. But Miss America is the one that would theoretically go to Miss Universe. Miss USA would go to Miss Universe. Really? I think. Oh my gosh, now that you're... I don't know. Guns to my head, I wouldn't know. Well, that's my platform. (laughs) No more guns to heads. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's a a good one. Yeah, I feel like that's fine. I'm... Well, now I feel like also the girls who are coming up, think about all the platform options that they have now. Well, there's just so much more to talk yes, about. There's so much more to talk about. There's You're so much privy more. to so much more news, which is, you know, good and bad. Good and bad, but. So you know what's going on, but it's making us all yeah. go crazy because we can't. We're yeah. not, we don't have the mental capacity to handle all the information. Right. But, well, and I also feel like culturally there's been a shift, maybe not in pageants yet. And I do wonder how people like, I just think of these like old, like former pageant, you know, stick ladies with their blonde hair and they're like lipstick and they're like seeing all this fucking these real women who are getting famous for how beautiful they are. Like these like curvy, beautiful, gorgeous women all over like Instagram. And like you look at these women who have hips for fuck's sake. Yeah. All the things that I don't have. I'm like a weird like (laughs) jiggly stick, but I'm like, oh, this is what actual women. I mean, women come in all shapes and sizes. But the fact that that's not, that there's just one, one weird size represented there. And yeah. I'm like, that's not even most women. Yeah. I wonder if they're just uh, going crazy. Like how long before we just have a fucking Miss America who's like, boom, boom, you know? I wish. Yeah, it'd be great. Or like, why can't, uh, you know, has being in the talent portion or being able to walk in an evening gown, like why haven't we seen anyone um, who like is, in a wheelchair or yes, like why can't we have a Miss America, you know, who's 
yeah. differently abled or why, yeah, why not? Like, like, I, I don't know how have there been any like trans women in Miss America? I don't think so. I think there's been a trans woman in Miss In like one Universe. of the... Okay. Oh, I, I feel like think, I heard about that, but I don't yeah. remember which yeah, country. But why not? You know? Yeah, it's like, why aren't we seeing... Especially because America's like such a, mel- a melting pot, allegedly. Yeah, and then I feel like every supposedly. time I watch, they're like, well, there's like two brunettes and like one black girl. So it's, yeah. so there's, it's diverse. And you're yeah. like, I don't... What is happening? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, get it together, Miss America. But I think they will. They've had complete change in leadership. I don't think they. I don't all think they have a took, choice. Yeah, and all women took over the board. Yeah, well, mostly women. I'm not sure if it's mostly or all, but I think it might be all. I think it might be all. Are those all former Miss America people? I don't think they're all formers, but, but they're a lot all, of them are. Okay, which is good. Yeah, that's great. Cook them all out. Clean house. Yeah, I can't, also just can't believe there was a man ever running that. Like, mm. what in the fuck? all right we covered a little bit of opera i feel like i'm so ignorant i didn't have enough questions anything else do you have any insights and maybe any like pieces of information maybe dumb things people assume about opera you want to clear up i don't Mm. know if there's questions you normally get maybe not well another actually just tying it back into you know the miss america pageant is like one look one type of woman i feel like Opera has gotten a little bit like that too. Like you're expected to like look very classy. Is it? That's interesting. And I am more interested in seeing interesting people. I don't like, like if you have extravagant and green hair, get yes. on stage and sing. Like if you're interesting, I want to see interesting. I want to be entertained. So that's also something that I would like to see change. And I think that's one of the reasons that opera has been struggling to I mean, they say it's struggling to stay current. It's doing okay here in Europe. They've done a really good job keeping it like hot with the millennials. Yeah, like, they're like, ooh, it's for yeah. like hipsters or like the opera. Yes, they've done it. Yeah, but it's not a snobby thing. I mean, these are some, a lot of these stories are like real lowbrow stories of like. I love it. Domestic violence. Ah, like, why haven't I been going to the opera? And like just, you know, people are dying of consumption because they're dirty artists. And oh. like, it's like, these are not. This is real shit. This is real shit. This is not highbrow stories. So. I wish that opera would get a little bit more stop being so apologetic for it being what it is. It's yeah, it's like fine that it is. Yeah. Like don't try to make it something different so people will like it. Yeah. It is what it is and you like it or you don't. Yeah. But also I would like to see more I don't I don't want to see all the girls look like this like look of a diva, right? From like the seventies. Yeah. With like pearls and like, you can embrace and like, how people look and yeah, still include yeah. that with classical music. Yes. I would love to see like a more, someone with a mohawk can still sing opera. Yeah. It'd be great. I'd love it. <sighs> Amazing. And then one more, what, it, what is like the craziest character you've gotten to play in a real short? Ooh. Um, I got to do Ophelia, which, like, that already... Okay, so I do a lot of crazy. It's actually, like, my calling card is, like, crazy women, so... That's... I, no, I, there's like, a whole genre of crazy women. I don't women. pursue acting, pers- like, very much, but I feel like if I'm ever going to, all I want is just, like, total yeah. psychopath. So, one of my favorite kinds, I guess, or genres of opera is all these stories in uh, mostly, like, mid-19th century were written with these women 
who go into literal hysteria. Hysteria? Yes. Oh, and how they invented the hysterectomy? Yes. Oh. Yeah. So there are these stories about like something happens to these women. There's always the most fucking terrible things. Like their brother marries them off after their dad dies. And they're like, this woman's getting hysterical. Yeah. So she has this like 20 minute long, they call them mad scenes. <gasps> And they go mad on stage. They like uh, kill people and they, you know, like are seeing things. And so snapped. you get this. Yes, exactly like snapped. <gasps> it's like snapped on yes. stage. Yes. Yeah, so if you're into snapped, find yourself a mad scene. So Ophelia obviously has a mad scene. Yeah. Um, which is super cool. It's like one of my favorite things to sing. And I'm covering it right now in a theater in Pilsen. <gasps> um, it's just like, it's so rad because you just get to go nuts. And it's so emotional and... Yeah. If what is like that? What, Ophelia, what happens? Okay. So for the listeners. For the listeners. Not for you, me, an ignorant person who lives under a rock. Spark notes from, <laughs> from high school. Yeah, high I literally school, am like, I don't, remember. I don't remember. As I was like yeah. so excited. I'm like, I always loved the name though. Yeah. <laughs> so she like, these poor women, like no wonder they fucking go nuts. Okay. So Ophelia already has a brother who makes like weird comments to her that are sexual in nature. Ugh. And she's already like, a pawn for the family because this is like in the whatever or it's like you're times. we trade you for goats we trade or you whatever for goats or yeah you're like you're a pawn for us to get what we want so she's been like talking with hamlet they're like talking we don't know in the story if they've like hooked up or not i personally think they have sometimes i feel like they, they have but you're like not allowed to say that yeah. back then you have to like pretend you didn't sometimes they stage it where she um is pregnant <gasps> Sometimes they don't, depending. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of like inference. And she's like barely a character in Shakespeare's. So in the opera, she gets a bigger role, which uh, is cool. I love that. Yeah. So she's like, she's just the side character in the Shakespeare play. And so Hamlet is like her guy she's talking to. She'll do anything for him. He, his dad dies and his mom marries his uncle. He oh, yeah. He comes to find out that his uncle killed the dad. Oh, <gasps> uh, that's so right. So his mom was in cahoots with the uncle t- to murder his dad. So then I'm like listening like, to this like I've never, I'm just like, like I've never excited? heard like, this story. I'm like, yeah. Oh, it's painful. It's a stage. Like we want to watch this stuff. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. So then what happens? Kills the uncle. Kills the uncle. Or kills the oh, dad. He kills the dad. Then Hamlet goes like nuts. He's like, I'm going to fucking... He starts seeing his dad as a ghost. We don't know if he really sees his dad or not. Or if it's hysteria. Or if it's hysteria. His hysteria. Yeah. Yeah. And then he goes like, I'm going to take vengeance on my mom and my uncle. So he gets like driven mad by this. So he starts being like real shitty and shady to Ophelia. Tells her to like go to the nun... Get thee to a nunnery. Like get out. Get out of here. Get out of here. Because daddy is not playing around. Yeah. No he kills her dad accidentally. <gasps> and then is like, I don't even care. He was just like, yeah, whatever. A side piece that I accidentally killed. <laughs> and whoops. Um, oh, well. Yeah. So then she goes nuts. Yeah. Which Fair. like you would. Yeah. She's probably like 14. I mean, people are like she's hysterical. It's like, yeah, yeah. she should be. Yeah. So she drowns herself. Ah. <sighs> Yeah. And you get to sing all this yeah, fucking crazy. It's awesome. Uh, I want to see. Yeah. Um. All right. That's amazing. So all the mad scenes. If you're into like snapped. Fuck yeah. You can see them on stage. I have to come back singing. here again when you're <laughs> and see you being mad. Yeah. Um. All right. How can people find you? Uh, I have a website, SydneyWagner.com. I'm on Twitter and Instagram. Finder. Come to yeah. Prague, see her music. Yeah. Put her in your award-winning up. musicals. <laughs> Put her in your musicals if you want to win awards, okay? Um, only if. Yeah, only if. She's <laughs> has won at least a pageant so far, so. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, thank you for doing this. Thank you. This was like a lucky surprise. I know it's kind of cool. weird. I just no, forced I it on it. you. Um, all right, you guys, we're going to go get Prague coffee. Woo-hoo. Bye. Well, there you go. Sydney Wagner, Miss Alaska, L'Opera, or uh, the Opera. I don't know how to say opera in different languages. I assume it's probably an Italian word. I should have asked that. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, that was it. That was great. Um, I'm trying to get her and Betsy to tell me more about operas. You guys, I want them to do like an opera thing so more people get into opera. I don't know. It's just fucking cool. Sydney's the best. Uh, she's great. Go find her. Follow her. Uh, if you're over in Europe or perhaps she will be back in America someday for a different opera, make sure you see her. She's so fucking talented. Uh, just, just an incredible person. Um, if you like the podcast, subscribe, rate, review it on iTunes. Send me those reviews, you guys. Uh, I know there's so many of you who haven't reviewed it yet and it would make me so happy. Um, share the podcast with your friends. Cause like I said at the intro, everyone's a little bit ignorant. Sometimes we got to learn. We, how can we, uh, you know, ask questions if we don't ask questions, what's happening? I got to get on this fucking flight. Uh, shout out to my League of Extraordinary Idiots. John, Matt, Greg, Kathy, Terry. I stumbled. Uh, exclusive members of the League of Extraordinary Idiots, as I said, on Patreon. Again, thank you to VIP Idiot Savant, Jean. Um, you guys, I can't explain how uh, crucial my patrons are to keeping this podcast going uh, financially, but also... Uh, they are a good source of emotional stability. It's like my little community of friends online. It's a, you know, just a separate group of friends from my other friends. And there's never too many friends. What am I saying? I'm very thankful for uh, your questions. And uh, we get to banter. And it's cool getting to interact with. It's just fucking cool that fucking, I don't know, how random people discover you from around the world. And you just get to meet uh, you know, have these like online friendships with people all over, all over the place. That's fucking cool. And I just, uh, I'm really grateful. And, um, this could be the coffee talking, but it's not, but the energy is definitely from the coffee. I'll shut the fuck up. You guys listen. Um, if you want to join the league of extraordinary edits, be part of the Google can Google hangs, get postcards, ask, uh, questions for guests and get priority questioning uh, patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed follow at blessed podcast on twitter and ignorance is blessed on instagram so far i have had my twitter app deleted for one day i feel emotionally better i went crazy uh because uh, it's not fun anymore it's just people uh here's the fucking thing i have a problem with which i should not be doing right now at the end of this episode but the fucking uber liberal friends of mine who are these like and, and let me be clear, like socially, I'm extremely liberal. There's not, you know, but like, uh, and I don't know what the rest, I don't fucking know. I'm a pretty liberal person myself, but it's not, I don't cling to it as my identity. I don't have a political party affiliation that like defines who I am. But the fucking, with this Kavanaugh shit, the amount of people who I have seen go after in mobs, like people over the use of trigger words or taking things out of context, who are now just flippantly making jokes about sexual assault or like... I don't know the uh, the people who constantly like harp on toxic masculinity that were like, oh, he's crying. Like, look, I fucking don't think that he is fit for uh, being a Supreme Court justice, regardless of uh, whether or not he is innocent, because he 
seemed really unstable and seems like he has party preferences when he started blurting out things like, oh, the fucking the left and this is revenge for the Clintons. And it's like, oh, you're at the judicial branch. You're not supposed to fucking have a left and right thing. But like the hypocrisy and it was just nothing but that for two days was just all these people were like triggering and this and that and you need to be sensitive who were just fucking hauling off on like rape jokes and sexual assault jokes and I just it, it makes me like sad and it is so fucking upsetting and it's just hard to read in general as like a woman um, who's had her own shit happen but ju- just the fucking as it's like oh everyone's a hero as long as they're the people I agree with but like you know it's like it's okay for me to say this but not you type of shit with regards to fucking trauma and whatever the fuck i don't know it was making me crazy and i was getting in like not fights but like just like emotional discussions when maybe they were only emotional on my end um with people on twitter who are responding and they are they're like just calling me stupid for having an opinion on thinking that kavanaugh's not fit but like which everyone's entitled to their opinion but it was like i was getting so worked up over these people who i don't know with a hundred followers and it's like yeah people have differing opinions why am i letting this ruin my day so anyways i deleted the app because i think uh it doesn't bring me joy anymore so i'm still posting via hootsuite for like shows and stuff and i'm sure i'll just insert jokes but if you notice a decline in my responding sorry that's why still on instagram though uh heavy muting people who think that their uh their hot takes on rape and sexual assault in tweets were so important that they need to screenshot them and put them on instagram fucking please don't ruin instagram it's still happy it's all i have left for social media that brings me joy and i don't use the thing is like some people are like social i use it to stay informed which like it is helpful on that but like i don't know i kind of used it as an escape to like not worry about shit and now it's just all everyone trying to like outwit each other and fucking sucking each other's dicks over like who's got the most poignant thing to say about uh the thing we're all saying the same thing about uh you know given depending on you know whatever your social circle and opinion is i fucking i don't know let's see you guys i save this for the end because i didn't want to take away from the joy that was that episode and i hope you enjoyed it send additional questions to me um Ignorance is blessed podcast at gmail.com. All one word. Uh, find my fan page on Facebook, JMS comedy, uh, facebook.com slash JMS comedy. I'm on Instagram. I'm trying to fucking figure out a thing I want to do with regular content. I just can't decide as far as besides this podcast, if I should put out some video shit. I don't know. Why am I talking? I just talked about how I'm going to take a break. You guys, I'm taking a break for the month of October. I'll still put out some podcasts, but like, I'm trying to slow down. I gotta fucking figure out my brain. Listen to me. I'm rattling off. You guys are amazing. Thanks for listening. Let's just stop that. Um, enjoy the podcast. Share it with your friends. I already said that. Keep asking questions because the more we ask, the more we learn, the more we know. And the more we know, hey, the more we can look down on others who aren't as smart as we are. And isn't that the point, everyone on Twitter? God help me. I hate it so much. Thank you for listening. And thank you for being patient with my ignorance. See you soon, idiots. Idiots.